We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What? Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. I'm, no, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now. I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey. This is Jimmy Farrell from Monty and the Farrell, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel. But I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. Welcome to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty the Fire, only seen here out of Indie Music TV, straight out of Ron Conkham Long Island. Jared, at the board, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How's everyone doing? All right. First day of fall, and uh, Jared's in shorts and looking <laughs> young and, and uh, got his shit together. Um, on the couch is Bruce uh, from ESO Creative. Bruce, welcome aboard. How's it going, everybody? Happy Thursday. Bruce will be filling in for me starting next week for the next couple of weeks. For, you know, mm. So it'll be Bruce and the Pharaoh or ESO and the Pharaoh, however you want to call it. Mm. And uh, so that should be fun. You guys will do a fantastic job, I am sure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, guys, real quick, want to weigh in on a few things. Well, let's just do a quick roll call. Roll call. Um, Roll call. Who we got in the house right now? We've got PJ. PJ, how are you? What Jason, up? how are what you? What up, Jason? Uh, what up? Let's see. ESO is on the couch. <laughs> oh, there he is. Uh, what up, ESO? I know that Mar- <clears throat> Rick B is here. I know RJ Hudson. How are you, buddy? What is up? What is uh, up? Don the Barber in the house. Don, how Don are you? A little barber. patty. Good to see you, my friend. Nice. Um I know Maria Davis says she wants. She wrote me. She's doing having a party, so she's going to miss the show. She's having a party. Uh, and uh, have a good what time. other news? Oh, so I think Jason wrote earlier. Okay. That and then Jason, if I'm wrong, I apologize. Hey Phil, how are you? Good to see you. Phil's in the house. What is up, Mister Phil? So they're all coming together. Um, and Jason, if I'm wrong, uh, Dan Marotti would have been 42 years old today. Ooh. Gotcha. Um, so uh, gotcha. again. Very, very sad time with that happened, right? Um, Bruce, yeah. did you did you watch Boston Wrestling when you were? I actually uh, I found Boston Wrestling before I found you guys. Okay, so <laughs> so tell us like what? How did how did that all go? Like, I I, I had just uh, I found it while just searching for some wrestling stuff. So it was a little tell, bit ask different. Me how that works. So you search. You're a wrestling fan. Yeah, you're, you're searching. Yeah, I'm an and, old school wrestling fan. Right, so you're looking up like you yeah. might have a favorite. Like, yeah, I, I started watching some old shoot interviews, and, okay. and then I, I found a, a party with Marty. 
<laughs> and started watching that. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, with everything that went down in that, and. Mm -hmm. uh, so what was the attractiveness of Party Party with Marty for you? For, for me, I grew up watching the Midnight Rockers in AWA, then watching the, the Rockers in the WWF and uh, being a big fan. I mean, I remember being like, you know, eight, nine years old, jumping off my parents' bed, trying to imitate uh, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. What do you think of the uh, the Kevin Nash Click This uh, podcast that's come out? Have you watched that? I, I haven't had a chance, no. I like him. Personally, I think Kevin Nash is pretty good. Donna Barber just received a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tonight. Congratulations. Wow. Way to go. Um, he's, uh, he's on the So you're watching he's Boston Wrestling. What other squad. stuff did you watch? Well, uh, just some, some old shoot interviews. And then I, did you uh, watch Hannibal at all? <laughs> I have watched Hannibal. <laughs> not going to say I'm a fan of his. Well, but, when uh, you want to take a nap or <laughs> like when you're feeling sleepy, drowsy, you want to throw on a Hannibal interview, maybe like, you know, exactly, not exactly. off? Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. And then I you know, found you guys and uh, it was kind of in that feud era where you guys were having some issues <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with with Boston wrestling. And, oh, so uh, that's how you found us when that started, Yeah, right? that's about when I, when I came over Ooh, and uh, yeah. you can see where my loyalty lies. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, oh, you know, it's funny about that whole thing. Again, how that whole thing had started was... Um, I think it started with Tony. Of course. Right? And then yeah. Tony had that phone call with us. Right. And then... Marty, Marty came you know, It was pretty benign. Was it was a benign conversation with Tony. I remember Dan was saying we were trying to prod him into saying something, but we weren't. We just wanted to know the truth. And then with the Marty thing, fans wrote us about that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and when I called Marty's, Marty's like, I want to come on. And that's that's when it all started, yep. right? The Thursday Night War started. Yep. So, How is he doing? Have you have you talked to him? I have not talked to Marty in about two weeks because, you know, I'm just going through a lot of shit myself. So <laughs> yeah. it's very yeah. hard to get anything yep. done. Yep. Um, I know he was in really bad a bad way a couple of weeks ago. I had to call him. He was very upset. Um, but it seems like he was getting better. Um, I did see some people promoting him coming up to New York, which I just don't think is going to happen. I don't know how you're going to promote this guy. Right. He's still trying to recover, right? He's right. having a lot of different issues, right. you know. You know, one um, of our other buddies, uh, Buff Bagwell, is having some, some issues too. Yeah, what do you hear? Well, I had heard that he was, you know, he had gone to DDP for help, and now he's pulled himself out of DDP's rehab program. So I'm really not sure what's up with Buff. Uh, I hope he's still the yeah, stuff. Maybe you guys can get him on next week and discuss uh, Yeah, it. I hope he's doing all right. That's a good idea. Not that's a bad a good, idea. That's, that's a good all idea. All right, guys. Spirit Airline employees charged with pocketing $283,000 in reservation uh, scheme. What? Three former Spirit Airline employees were charged this week with a scheme to profit off passengers looking to get cheaper flights. Uh, an indictment in Pennsylvania. And off we go. Thoughts, guys? Yeah, they just should have uh, rolled themselves some joints. They would have gotten onto an awesome flight. What are they going to get <laughs> taken advantage of for? Who does shit like this anyway? People looking to steal money. Hey, People do anything it. to try and get one over. Yeah, but did you see their airplane? It's very yellow. It's like Hulkamania yellow, <laughs> the Spirit Airlines plane. You know? Yeah, I bet you yeah, they almost pay you to go on that thing. Look at that thing. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Bruce, have you ever been around people that have stole a large amount of money? <laughs> <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> Your life's been good to well, you so I don't far. know. I, the present company, I'm not so <laughs> sure of. Wait a minute! <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. Chicago woman throws three-year-old nephew off the pier and watch as he drowns. An Illinois woman with history of mental illness was charged with the attempt in first-degree murder after she threw her three-year-old nephew off the pier and stared at him as he started to sink. Uh, good news is I think this three-year-old has survived. What? Really? Uh, yeah. Um, he struggled to stay afloat, but soon his head went onto water. Two witnesses told the Sun-Times they were walking when they heard a splash and noticed uh, the toddler was floating on his back. Uh, it seemed disorientated, wow. a little out of it, and scared out of his mind. So the kid survived. Thank God. Uh, I, didn't, I asked uh, Spidey uh, Jared not to put a picture up of the piece of shit that threw a three-year-old into the water. I mean, what say does a three-year-old have? Talk about evil. This is evil personified to me. I can't, you know, usually sometimes you'll give me a bad story. I can find a joke. Right. There ain't no joke happening here, my friend. That's fucking disgusting. I don't, I just don't. <laughs> I have nothing other than that. Again, but to your point, men mental illness is a problem. Right? It is a problem. And we've decided to give everybody a pill and tell them to go home and watch cable television. Reopen psych centers. Sure, we can learn from the past that sometimes they were run like a prison. Okay, let's take a little off the fastball, learn from history, 
and reopen psych centers because mental illness, these Columbines, these Sandy Hooks, these in the you know the Batman movie theater, you know, in a church for God's sakes, we've seen it happen down south. Enough. There's some sick people out there. We all claim to be so sensitive today to everything. Well, why don't we show show some true sensitivity and open up psych centers again and show that we give a shit about each other? Why don't you think about it for a while, folks? Maybe. Can't, Done. can't carry on that. Done. If you didn't know, that is the start of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Yeah. Jimmy, along with oh. his partner, Bart Griggs, make <clears throat> up the band Wisteria Hall. Bart, man! See, this is where, you know, you just Tony conned it. I did? So we were talking, I was hoping we were talking on This Week in Wrestling how MJF pushed Tony Schiavone down, and mm-hmm. it was a great opportunity right. for like a Taz or even an Excalibur okay. to go after MJF for attacking their partner, okay. right? Right. So here you are. You're introducing the it's band like you do every your week. band. And I do and the Bartman. here you got ESO right here. He could have done the Bartman today. You're Tony Condon. Now, hold on a second. Go ahead. Considering you want to throw me under the bus like this with no <laughs> notice whatsoever, my childhood friend, okay. do me a favor. Hit the high note. Give me Bartman. <laughs> See? But... Opportunity. Yeah. Did I know it was going to be a failed opportunity? No. Hey, hey now he's throwing oh, you but, under the bus. Hey, hey, I never said I had a high pitch voice. Bruce, you're there. officially indoctrinated. Defend yourself. <laughs> what the frig, bro? Anyway, you can hear Wisteria's songs. That's where you can hear us. Wisteria's all songs such as "In so, My Dreams," "This Life," "Not This Life," "Not Hard, Far Beyond." Here comes the rain. And not hard from far behind. What was the name of whoa. that song? Whoa. What? Whoa. That was clean. They can't touch that one. You can find one. their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube Hello? page. Stop. Uh, we have total it, chaos like going on. Like it's subscribe Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. Not iTunes, Watch, but listen, Apple Music. Check us out. All right, if you didn't know, you're watching Long Island's number one pro wrestle broadcast, Monty DeFaro. You can catch us on the Monty DeFaro YouTube page, Monty DeFaro Facebook Live page, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, the Monty DeFaro Twitch TV page, you Channel should do 15. commercials where you talk really fast. That e- guy that every talks Tuesday really fast. at 9.30 and every Saturday at 11.30 and Channel 20 Tuesdays at 1 a.m. We'll get right back with we'll, Monty DeFaro. We'll be right back <laughs> with Monty DeFaro present ESO Creative, the introduction. See you in a creative second. Elm Logistics. For all your logistic needs, call 631-299-3595. That's 631-299-3595. Elm Global Logistics. Pride, performance, and partnerships. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty DeFaro, only seen here at Vindy Music TV, straight out of Ron Conkama, Long Island, Thursdays at 9 p.m. Bruce, comments out there, buddy. Yeah, well, we've got Rick B. talking about uh, Aaron Judge and his uh, his record going out there. It looks like he's uh, listening to us and the radio at the same time. Farrell, hey, Aaron I, Judge. Oh, I'm glad you gave me this spot. We talked about this a couple of weeks back. And I'm going to hammer this home. What Aaron Judge is doing, and what Aaron Judge did the other night when he hit number 60, besides put chills all up and down my soul, because that was just an amazing moment if you're a baseball fan, and even more amazing if you're a Yankee fan. A couple of weeks back, we discussed, would Babe Ruth you know, possibly be able to come into today's landscape and still hit the way he did? And you remember what I said? I said, absolutely the guy was a phenom. He hit more home runs in his in his in one season than some entire than the entire league did. Two times in his career he did this. He had more home runs than the entire league, which is unbelievable. Do you realize 
that it took 95 years, 95 years for someone in the American League to tie Babe Ruth. So that's why I believe that today Babe Ruth could hit. Because with all these modern medicines and with all these great power hitters we've seen in the last 30 to 40 years alone, it took 95 years. And the fact that this man is a right-handed hitter, by the way, in Yankee Stadium, to hit 60 home runs for the Yankees, to tie an American League, you know, 154-game record, by the way. Wow. Aaron Judge is having the greatest season in my lifetime for the New York Yankees, and I am honored to watch him. I'm glad I got to see him earlier this year, and, of course, he played a good game. He is the best, and he is going to make the Yankees pay every last cheap Steinbrenner penny, and that's not a reference to the great George. That's a reference to the cheap kid. Every last penny, they better keep him. And that's my, that's my take on that. Aaron Judge, man, how do you, what do you think? 60 home runs? Um, and you know he's going to pass the other. He's going to get to sixty-two. He's going to pass Roger. Well, I, you know, again, I'm I'm totally vested in it. I, yeah. I want to see this man. He's carried them. You know, I want to see this man break that record. He's a good I man mean, too. Right? Yeah, he's a good guy. I mean, good role model. He's been nothing but a good role model. You think the Yankees made a huge mistake not giving him the the, the money in the off season? It's all twenty twenty now. I understand they'll, that. They'll but. give him the money. They'll give him the money. I hope so. Donna Barber says, Ruth, marriage, judge, all played right field and now break the same record. Amazing. That is amazing. Amazing coincidence. Jason's weighing in. The movie Ed Wood about the cult movie director is free on YouTube right now. George Steele is it playing Tor Johnson and pro wrestler. Not a bad movie. Ed Bruce, Wood. Ed Wood, you ever watch Ed Wood? No, sorry, I haven't seen it. Bruce, you got to get your game up. You got to get your game up. You're gonna be here every week. You got to hey. got to be watching these movies, right? So Ed Wood, get it on yours. Get it on you, your lawn. You got it. Mm-hmm. You see Ed Wood? Yeah, and I remember that the fellow who played uh, Lugosi, if I'm not mistaken, was from Space 1999. I think you're right. Wow, was that an amazing performance? Wow, what a great movie. And by the way, Ed Wood rocks. You ever seen his old movies like Plan 9 from Outer Space? It costs like six bucks. Terrible. Of course it's terrible. That's the whole point. It's one of the best terrible movies you will ever see. It's awful. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So last night, Soraya, am I saying it right? You have Soraya? I'm sorry to hear that. Soraya made her de- debut on uh, AEW a- Grand Slam. No, turn the page. Uh, pa- I mean, Paige's contract <laughs> with WWE expired this year. She's allowed right. to walk out with being offered a new deal on the old regime. Right. However, hours before she took a shock appearance at AEW last night, rumors of Paige returning to the WWE started to circulate. I did not know this. Latest news on Soraya, formerly known as Paige, last night Fight- Fightful Select reported that it was believed that a new WWE leadership team which was led by Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, and Triple H, wanted to rehire Paige. Mm, mm. They also believe that WWE would also be interested in bringing her back, considering her uh, the new regime. It is unclear whether or not Triple H, as part of his mission, is to bring back several former WWE stars, even reached out to Paige, but it seems like the wrestling giant least thought about asking her to return. The same report also noted Paige had reached out, AEW had reached out to Paige during the summer. Mm. Will? Okay, so guys, first of all, Good move for AEW, bad move, thoughts? Absolutely. Anytime you could get a person of that caliber in, take it. Agreed. I mean, it's good for AEW. Um, how much is she really going to wrestle, though, remains to be very much unknown. I wouldn't think that much. Phil says Martin Landau. Yeah, he's Martin right. Landau. Yep. Yeah, yep. there you go. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how much she intends to wrestle. I. I could see the WWE wanting wanting her back, but in what role? I mean, I don't think she really killed it with just the mind. If the WWE, I think want, you need her in the ring. If the WWE you know? wanted her back, they she would not her. have showed up last night. Right. So that I agree with that. Got to be a false rumor. Yeah, I okay? agree. I agree. Um, on the other hand, Paige is going to put. We you know we discussed this on this week of wrestling. Paige is going to put her life on the line against these women in AEW. Might not be a good idea. It's a problem. Yeah, it might it's not a be problem. a good idea. I think they're wrangling her towards a program with Brit, and they're going to play it safe. And it might be short and sweet. Who knows? This could just be another instant cash grab for Tony Khan, and then she falls into the back, and you ask yourself three months later, gee, what happened to Paige? Or was it Soraya? Or did Paige get Soraya, and now she's not feeling well? Leo's saying, all the fancy clothes, big college words, wealth, women, power, have went to Monty and the Pharaoh's head. Yeah, man, we are 
We're spiffy. <laughs> By the way, we are spiffy. We are pretty spiffy. We are wearing ESO creative spiffiness. Listen, I want you know what? This is kind of off script, but I want to bring it up. I think this is a really good conversation. It was just brought up. Someone asked, did anyone listen to Cornette Tara Hannibal <laughs> on his channel? I can't say I did. And then no, Phil but... responded, I'm sure Cornette has a lot of skeletons in his <laughs> closet. Bruce, like Jason thoughts and the on Hannibal and Jim skeletons. Cornette. <laughs> I don't even know where to start with Hannibal. Um, probably one of the least talented independent wrestlers out there. When you have to pay to have an opponent come in and face you, that, that, that's an issue. Right away. I mean, that, that's, that's sad. Um, Jim Cornette, Jim Cornette's a legend in this industry. May not always agree with him on, on, on some things, but uh, when it comes to wrestling history, that, there's nobody that can, uh, can outdo Jim Cornette. He's a vault of information. That's for shit sure. I was thinking about this as you were talking, right? So Hannibal obviously has, has his legal problems now. He's kind of dissipating. Um, I don't see a lot of videos coming from him anymore. He's eating a lot of mom's brownies. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Thank you. The one thing I was thinking about is <laughs> Hannibal seemed like a smart guy, right? From what I understand, he was making a living off of yeah. YouTube, yeah. which it's, that's an impressive thing to do. The one thing I noticed, though, is he never put himself on audio. And oh, audio is another revenue gener. And again, let's be realistic here. As much as we love to have our faces on a camera and people, you know, and be able to go back and forth with each other on, right, you know, on a right. camera, yeah. most people want to listen to audio, right? Because they don't have time to watch TV and listen, right? But let's be realistic. How well would Hannibal have done on audio? Horrendous. Horrendous. I mean, I, you have to be—you have to be even more engaging, you know, than just the visuals. Uh, like a visual can 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 definitely enhance your boring factor, you know. You know, I, although I don't believe it works in his case anyway. I mean, what? either way, visually, visually or audio-wise, I'm taking a nap, but that's just me. He but has like two tones. He has, right he has low and lower. Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. But you can't you can't disagree with their success, right? No. Worcester Source says they are no sellouts. Their sunglasses at night are high quality specs. Yes, they are. Go to www.montynafaro.com for eight ninety nine. Get your own pair yeah. of Monty Nefaro sunglasses at night. Uh, Jason <laughs> says Hannibal was a horrible wrestler. Leo saying, "Who's the guest? He seems like a college professor, some big shot lawyer." Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> um, thoughts on Cornette? Well, on the I, other hand. I mean, well, I agree with what he said. I mean, Cornette is just a vault, a never-ending vault of information. Sometimes his opinions, he's an absolute jackass, and other times he's spot on. But I think that mostly that's your perception. There's certain things that I would think he's a jackass over that other people would agree with, and vice versa. He's a very interesting cat. He's very, very wrestling-wise brilliant. But uh, sometimes completely unreasonable. RJ says, Hannibal on audio sounds like a great audio for if you have trouble sleeping. I'm so lonely. It's so like ocean so waves so for eight hours. difference between listening to him on video or listening to him on audio? Like I said, I don't think it helps him either way. You can't. It does not help he him. He is successful. It doesn't matter. Listen, the White Castle hamburger is not exactly a filet mignon. But for some reason, it sells. I can't explain it. I, I don't now, know. Is it his videos that are selling, or the ones that he's buying from other people that he's redistributing that are that are getting the views? Huh. What do you mean? Well, he doesn't. He does some interviews, but the majority of the content that goes up on his page There's is other, people is other people's no, interviews. I, got that you. He's, uh, I still think that I feel like he uh, he does pretty well when he does his own. Though he does get a lot of views, but I can't say I have an explanation for it. I really don't. <laughs> you know, because like I don't see I don't see super and get. What's your What's your take when you watch one? Or is I, that when you call I, me and you're snoring? I honestly, um, yeah, wow, that's a really on. good question. That's rough. <laughs> I honestly have trouble watching his interviews. I will tell this. If you're a pure wrestling fan, it's a good interview for the fact that if you just want to listen to wrestling shit, like, hey, 1978, you did this. Pe There's an audience for that. Right? That's not the audience we want or right. ever wanted, right? Right, right, right. right. I mean, right. Um, we want conversations. And, and as a listener myself, yeah, we want conversations. I'm we want robotic bullshit. I'm interested right. in that stuff, but right. only at a small level. I find it 
more interesting, not necessarily about the dirt, but I'll listen to some podcast, they'll be talking to someone, and they may bring up a story... That you knew nothing about. That you just knew nothing about. It right. doesn't even have to be a dirty story. It no. could be a story about could be anything. anything. Right. No, you guys, you, you guys, your show humanizes the wrestler and allows us to, to get to know them on the other side. Thank you. Right. Thank I mean, you. that's the goal. Right. How about Sean Oliver? For example, as okay. a podcaster. Okay. Have you listened to Sean Oliver? No, I haven't. I have. Uh, okay, your sure. thoughts on Sean Oliver? I, t- I tend to think he's okay. He's fairly professional. You know what I mean? As far as his deal, I mean, he, lo- he looks the part, correct? I mean, looks the part. He looks the part. I think he's. I think he's fine. Quite honestly, I think he's fine. I, I've never found him to be. I'm going to say he's fine. He's okay. Is it something you listen to? You know me, bro. I don't sit there and listen to anything too much. You know, I really don't. Um, Little Patty says, I like Cornette, but sometimes he reminds me of the Mouse of South, Jimmy Hart. This is true. That's, that's fair. Yeah. Here's a good one I'm going to ask you about. And, yeah. and Roy, I love you, um, but we're going to go at it a little bit here. He says, John Paz is a great interviewer. I have no idea. So John no, Paz is no part of the two-man power trip. He also puts his shows on Hannibal. Oh, okay. John Paz, amazingly enough, gets a lot of wrestlers that other people don't get. He had Hogan, Flair, which was very surprising. Okay. Um, Okay. Jason also says John Paz is a good listen to. Okay. Um, Phil says, Roy Batiste, hey, Roy, yes, I like John Paz. He's really good. Okay. I will tell you. I don't think I know enough to really say too um, much. I'm not a big John Paz fan. I think John Paz is more in the, the... discussion of Hannibal. Mm-hmm. He sticks to the pure wrestling part okay. of it. Okay. Um, okay. He doesn't outshine his guest, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, guys, he's not one of my favorites to listen to. I like Sean Oliver. I think Sean Oliver has a little shtick I along with what good. he's got. Yeah. Cornette could be a little overbearing. I do enjoy listening to Jim Cornette. Even when I'm mad at him, I'll listen to Jim Cornette. All right, how about the he's English kid, WSL? Kids, can, kids carry himself fine. I do think it's on the bland side between me and you. I think it's, it gets, it's a little bland, uh, especially when he was doing them. And the I made fun of this many times with him in Morocco. Right. So, Don, tell us about, you know. Right. Well, well now he's, I don't Dutch, now he, uh, I keep now seeing he's him with Dutch Mantel, yeah. Yeah, that's because. What uh, do you do? You like that Dutch Mantel? I, I watch some of, uh, you know, just some, I, some of his old stories are, are pretty entertaining. I, I like to listen to Dutch myself. You know, I mean, li- I, I find him en- an engaging listen. Like, for example, if you put him on audio, I could listen to Dutch Mantel talk, you know. How much shit can you get out of Dutch Mantel? The same stories. The guy seems like he's, like, been everywhere. It's like, yeah, Dutch Mantel, what do you of think has. of this? Dutch Mantel, what do you think of this? Right. But. Was he a great wrestling mind? I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't say as far as is he, is he a great wrestling mind. I do I do find him an interesting, le- you know, listen. He's fine. PJ okay. says, digging ESO on the show reminds me of the old Howard Stern show with a little extra. Hey, there you go. Um, there you go. Total Disaster wants to know, what was the deal with Big Ron Shaw getting angry at you guys? You punk! You punk! I'm going to come down there, Monty, and I'm going to... Well, first I'm going to tip everybody off, and then I'm going to come down there and... Hello? Monty? Monty? <laughs> I had to. There's a little bit of an inside joke going on there, but... You punk! I love that Ron Short. I love Ron Shaw. Farrow wanted Ron Shaw I love Ron Shaw. Ron Shaw... Ron Shaw rocks! Ron Shaw, before we went on, I, I met with him about a week before, and he did... He was giving me rules on what to ask him. And I said to him... Basically, like, dude, I don't really give a shit if you come up with... Well, due respect, I like you, Ron Shaw. I grew up on you. Right. But I don't like you that much. So I'm not going to allow you to tell me what we could ask you. You can decline to answer. Right. So this went back and forth for a while. So I said to Farrell, I don't want him on a fucking show. So finally, Farrell calls him, and they work out some sort of deal. Yeah. Big Ron Shaw. Is this Big Ron Shaw? He was being Ron Shaw a dick. That was rough. um, You punk! Bain, Bain says that when Hannibal came to Hoboken, he's filming himself making low-life comments to a young girl and throwing his beer bottle. Who did this? It's too bad that Hoboken cops weren't there to see it. Who Hannibal. Did? Hannibal? Boy, oh boy. Hannibal and Hoboken, not a good combo. I could see that one turning out <laughs> in a disaster. Hope he didn't stop by Bayonne. Wouldn't have lasted two seconds over there either. The only thing he's got for him there is size. Ugh, it's rough in Bayonne. So, Don't back to Dutch Mantel. Dutch Mantel's full of opinions. 
right? I, I do listen to him. He's full yeah. of other things. He just seems too. to be a very entertaining, right, so entertaining, charismatic. I'm, I'm going to give you guys choices. Yosemite Sam. Here we go. Look at him. Paz, Hannibal. Yeah. Uh, James the English Kid. Sean Oliver. Sean Oliver. Yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Hold on. We'll go one more. So far, I like Sean Oliver. How about Oliver. Don Tony? Stop it. Have you listened to Don no, Tony? I, Would you stop? I, I know the name. I'm trying to fig- picture which... Uh... Don Tony was a guy who, um, I guess he tried to be a wrestler, and he's been in this podcasting thing, and way before that, since 1990. Right. Has his niche audience. He was on, a, there was a Don Con- Tony, Kevin Castle show. They would do a show together. They were, they were pretty good. Kevin Castle seems like a really good guy. Correct. Um, you're Correct. not a fan of Don Tony? No. No. How come? Have you ever listened at all? Yeah, I have. I've tried, and I just, like, I, I tap out. I'm Why? Just, because it doesn't take me anywhere. I'm not going to sit there and listen to some guy talk to me about fucking SmackDown for an hour and a half. I'm not. So that's the problem. You're you fucking have. boring the fuck out of me. Right. No, no. And it's not a show. It's just, I love how everything gets called a show. So what's he doing? This, this is a show. He's doing recap? He's, he's yeah, just, it's just the same there's shit. There's an audience for recap, man. And that's an fine. If that's Again, what you want. something you want to do, that's fine. All right, now, so, you know who my favorites are? Yes. I have a couple of favorites. I, I, I love... Uh, Wrestling with regret. I happen to love that kid. I think that he's excellent. Why? He just because he a puts on a show, right? It is, but he puts on a great production. You know, you got video replay. You got all sorts of stuff. He's got a good sense of humor. He's worked in the business. He's not done that much, but he's tried. He's done. I, I give him a for effort. I like his product. He's intelligent. Uh, I like how he puts things historically. He's got pay-per-view sections. He's got everything. It's easy to get through his channel. You know, navigation is another thing, right? Doesn't that count for something? Hold on. When you get to somebody's page, add somebody else you want to know what the hell you're looking at. Very popular in audio land. What do you got? Uh, total disaster. Well, let me tell you. Roy Batiste says Kevin Sullivan said Hannibal had a shaky childhood. Roy, I can tell you what happened. If you only heard what me and Farrow heard from Sullivan about Hannibal, you would be shocked. Uh, Jason says Sullivan's good. Listen. Told Disaster wants to know about John Arizzi. Thoughts on John Arizzi as an interviewer? Don't have many. I haven't said, I had never went back and looked at all of his old stuff. I well, he's got a show every week pay. now. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, here's my simple thing. When, when, you, when you have a guest on a show and you spend the weekend with them doing promotional stuff and then they don't even say goodbye to you, I would not have any idea that he's got a show right now. Because until he says goodbye... He can fuck off and die. Bruce, have you ever listened to John Arizzi? No, I, I haven't. All right. There you go. RJ Hudson, what about Conrad? Yeah, Conrad I, is all over. I'm not a but fan. I'm not a, I'm, I can't say I'm a fan of his, but, I mean, he's got his fingers in how many po- podcasts? Yeah, yeah. Not, not a fan. Not a fan of Conrad. I am a fan of uh, Simon from What Culture. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's excellent. And he does recaps, but he's got a great sense of humor. And he's got a ranking system, and he makes sense. He's also an optimistic wrestling fan, and I need that once in a while. I'm not a fan of, I wasn't a fan of, but I'm a fan of his podcast, is uh, Eric uh, Bischoff there. I like Eric Bischoff. I'll listen to Eric Bischoff. Bischoff's a good listen. I'll listen to Eric Bischoff. He's good. How about Flair? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I like listening to Ric Flair. I'll give you that. Sometimes. What do you think of Flair? I think he's a good listen. Ric Flair? It's good, but I, I wouldn't agree with Bruce on this sometimes. Okay. Sometimes Flair's just, he's off his game. Right. He's an older guy, right? So he's not always going to be on his you game. You know who I can't stomach? Vince Russo's podcast. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I cannot stomach terrible. Vince Russo's fucked up so podcast. So bad. It's awful, dude. How about Busted Ugh. Open Radio? Not garbage. Shit. It, it depends. <laughs> I listen to it every morning, right? I know you do, working, and right? I make fun of you. I know you. Do. I call you up and I say you're listening to him, aren't you? I'm not. I'm not a fan. I can, I can tell you're listening to him. I call you up from my house. I'm feeding my cats. Bane wants to know what we thought of the Don Morocco bot podcast. <laughs> can I? Can I give my input? God. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was all right. Don Morocco. 
Sure. Shockingly enough, for a guy I grew up on and loved, who was oozing with charisma. Right. Oh, absolutely! It, it was so snorefest. So snorefest. <laughs> Which is a shame. So hey, could you imagine Hannibal interviewing Don Morocco? Oh my God! They'd both fall asleep. Oh, <laughs> would that be God. great? Like you start asking, <laughs> yeah. like after five minutes, like the questions start slurring, the answers are slurring, and they both fall asleep. Seems like everybody... and the, uh, the last forty-five minutes of the episode yeah. is them like this, <laughs> like drool. I can see it. That'd be well, great. what about what about the the kid from England though? Like. He's definitely definitely not exciting. I understand what you're getting at. Yeah, he's he's not, but he does. He, he kid loves s- wrestling. I gotta give him that. Patrick he seems Lo- to Rowan. get a, yeah, he seems to get a lot out of people. No, he doesn't. No, he's yeah, fine. But, again, fine. dude. Okay, so but a, here's very what I downplayed though. Here's why I understand. A lot of these guys, they they get these guys book weekly, and they they gave they, they pay them. Mm. Right, because they're getting paid from YouTube and getting paid from all this thing, and it must be worth it to them, right? Because they're generating enough re- mm. revenue. Mm. Um, I don't think the kid. <laughs> Total disaster says you could fill a book with the things Don Morocco does not know. <laughs> uh, Jason had said about Bruce Pitchard, one of his favorites. I Bruce like Bruce is good. Pitchard. Yes, agreed. Bruce um, is good. Bruce Pitchard, yep. Yeah, he's a good see. listen. It's uh, a good listen. How about Andre the Giant? Patrick Rowe wants to know about Andre the Giant's podcast. Good evening. You want for Andre the Giant for the What was that? I don't know, but whatever he said. Go, Andre. PJ says... Bruce, are you uh, are you doing any new shirts for us? Oh, is that PJ PJ Taints there? Yeah. Oh. hey, um, I'm always always creating new stuff, so you never know. <laughs> you know what's pretty cool? I was thinking about this. You can just make your own shit. Yeah. So, like, if you're going to the Jet game, you break out a black shirt. Exactly. Can, can you do one of those? And just like you know, slap it. Boom! He's got himself a Jet shirt. Oh, I'm going to a Ranger so, game. I'll just a, a story make myself with- a Ranger shirt. I got a little story with uh, with PJ Taints. I actually met up with him when I went to MSG for the the first RAW when after Triple H uh, took over. Okay. And uh, I ended up giving him one of. I had made these custom shirts for the day for me and my friends that said "Thank you, Vince." Nice. And nice. They were really nice shirts. I got to so see I, one of those. That's uh, PJ, nice. I gave one to PJ, but nice. we were wa- walking around the city and. Everybody's like, where did you get that? Where did you get that? Yeah. And all through the building, yeah. they're like, well, which stand had that one? Which stand had that right. one? <laughs> right. Very cool. But, yep. Yep. You can make your own deal no matter what you're doing. Hey, I'm going to Iron Maiden soon. Can you, uh, you know? Absolutely. How about <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, Road Dog? Both of their podcasts. Jarrett I like. Road Dog I like. Yeah. Yeah, they're good I, I haven't really. I've, I've watched Road Dog a little bit. I haven't watched Jarrett's. Yeah. How they're about good. Wolfie D's podcast? What? Wolfie D's. I haven't seen Wolfie D's. He's not on YouTube. Wait a minute. I thought you told me that he's showing up at at, at conventions (laughs) and walking up to the table, (laughs) and and it's like a surprise interview for free. (laughs) I asked you, did Kevin Nash throw anything at him? Because I could see him going up to Kevin Nash. It's very, it's very, it's very well, uh, it's very well, very well. Like, he was very artsy even on our channel when he was doing his show. He was. He was, he was trying very to artsy. Always trying to bring something new. Yeah. yeah. He's very yeah. artsy. I got to give the guy credit. He's yeah. very artsy. Uh, Chris, Chris Lee asked, how hello, about mate. Damian Kane's podcast? Would you, Chris, <laughs> I say hello, mate, every week to you. And every week you bring up Damian Kane. What are you trying to do to me? What was that, Damian Kane? All right, we called 1995. You're on a desert island. You got to pick one podcast. It's the only one you can listen on to. What are you listening to? God. Mommy and the Pharaoh. There you go. Boy, I hate to I hate to self sound self serving, but I'm listening to us. I want to listen to you. I would listen to <laughs> w, I would listen to WSI with that kid James only if his mother would come in there naked and rub his titties on his face. His titties? Uh, her, her titties <laughs> wow! His face. How did that kid get born? Come here, it's so <laughs> It's been a while. That's awful, mother. Only if she's bringing him tea and crumpets <laughs> while she's doing this, right? With butter on the, what you dude? You you started it, you sick bastard. Should we go to a commercial, you sick fuck? No, no. Oh man, my timing is. I will be right back after this. <laughs> we'll see you in a succulent second. Succulent second. In the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee? www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack.
Hi, it's John from Under the Table Hot Sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. Yeah, what's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to UndertheTableHotSauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from, created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen. UndertheTableHotSauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty Nefaro, with our guest, Bruce from ESO Creative. Uh, Patrick Rose says, Bruce, Sean is gay, Marty okay. Thoughts on that? <laughs> <laughs> I got to agree. I mean, I, I've been a, always been a bigger fan of Marty. Sean, uh, not so much. He's the kid. You know he's sexy. <laughs> he's got the looks. Dude, we well, got we got, we know we got to keep this whole podcast thing going on because, it, you know what, people bringing up good points. How about keeping it real 100 with Conan and uh, Love it. I love it. I do. I enjoy it. It depends like on the disco. content. I like disco. It just it really yeah. depends on the on the content that they're talking about. Sometimes it yeah. can be really dry. Okay. Okay. I think disco steps on Conan a little too much, but hey, I can say that. I <laughs> uh, told Zest said Poffel had a podcast for a while. You want to tell that story? Oh, that was wonderful. I, if everybody can do a podcast, why can't I? That happened to wait, us wait. twice. Three weeks later. <laughs> I had to do the SpongeBob narrator. Three weeks later, he's gone. I was like, what happened? That happened with Disco. Disco was on our show. Right. And all of a sudden, we this got this true. whole conversation. He was blown away that we were really just having this battle. Well, we had a script. Yeah. And Disco was like, you guys do, like, come prepared? Like, he, was, he wasn't doing a podcast yet. You could see this, his wheels were spinning, though. They were. So all of a sudden, Disco has it. And, and the funny thing is, Papo all of a sudden decides he's... Right. He, he thought so, too. Anyway, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he did a cop, but he told the same stories. Right. Over. Right. Over. Right. That he already was right. told everybody other podcasts. Right. He and then quickly, he just, he just the, ran, out of, he yeah. ran out of material. He quickly, I think he got bored with it real fast. Pretty would, much. For somebody who likes to hear himself talk so much, you would think he had more to say. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I figured Lanny would be on for years doing that thing, that sort of thing. And it's not like he's not engaging. So that was surprising. I just think if you're going to just talk about wrestling... There's only so many stories right. you can tell. Right. Does that make sense? Does to me. Does to me. We, we, we've all, you know, how many, how many times have we all heard the same stories? Right. Right. Do you ever hear the same story on a podcast, and it's still it's more engaging than when you heard it the first time? Depends on the interviewer. Yeah, it might be a different perspective. You know, maybe you know, just for instance, the the Bruiser Brody thing. I mean, from hearing uh, Savio Vega's side of it, Tony Atlas's side of it, you know. Kind of piecemeals it together, right? Yeah. The Rowdy Roddy Piper podcast. I have no thoughts on that. I don't think I've ever even looked at it. I don't think there is one. <laughs> there, he didn't try it years ago? I don't I Well, don't, don't forget, so. YouTube's been around a long time. This could have been something in archives. No, I, I understand. I, I have understand. no idea. Is that what they're doing because he's dead? Yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. That's pretty macabrely funny, though. i got to give it to him. What else we got? Um, Anybody else? Bane is saying, how about Billy the Jack Umaga Haynes doing podcast? a shoot interview on Hannibal, LOL. What was that? Billy Jack Haynes? Do- yeah. Oh, that was horrendous. Billy was on ours, too. Uh, Billy, Billy was cool. a good, but I Billy... That was early on. Yeah, and I like Billy, Billy. I got to tell you, he threw us off our game. Like, we were new to it. Right. And we're asking questions. This guy was all over the fucking map. He was. We could not control the interview. He was. He was jumping from one wow, thing to another. And, and everybody's it? like, let him talk. If we let we him did talk, nothing but let him. He, would, he would tell that story for, for 50 an hour. minutes, right. We would have no And questions. you would have nothing. He would just right. tell right. some story, and right. it would have never ended. Right. You know, as an interviewer, my belief is you got to keep control of the guest. Right. Okay? Right. You ask a question, and you got to realize when it's kind of going off the rails. Right. And right. you got to try to pull right. it back. And there's other material, too, right? You right. don't want to just have one 40-minute conversation on one thing unless right. it's that engaging. Right. Like the Bruiser Brody thing, like you brought that's up. That's engaging. That's an engaging, long that's, story. Because he took it's, us through the whole day. You're the going whole, through the, the whole thing. Yeah, he took us through the whole event. Absolutely. You know? And, and, you know, not for nothing, too. I mean, like, you know, you can have multiple interviews of, from multiple different interviewers, and I do believe that the interviewer himself makes a difference sometimes in, in the comfortable level of the guest, what he's going to offer up to you. So, you know, I believe we've done fairly well with that, you know, getting wrestlers to drop their guard and just be themselves. You know, right, I, I do we, think it makes a we difference. We've got to do some role reversal here. Uh, Bane is asking, you, could you imagine Billy Jack 
interviewing Hannibal. So you be Billy Jack and Bruce, you Why be Hannibal. Why do I have to be Billy Jack? You're Billy Jack uh, interviewing Hannibal. Let's see how that would work. Uh, uh, Hannibal, why don't you tell us about the, the time that uh, you claim... You know, I have a lot of claims, too. Uh, you claim that Abdullah the Butcher uh, gave you hepatitis. Could you explain why? Uh, uh, you see, back in, like, 2013 or so, I tested positive for hepatitis, and um, I think it must have been Abdullah. Well, I'm, uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, did you did you answer the question, Hannibal? Uh, I'll give you a, ch a chance to to answer the question. What was the question again? Let's liven this up. Let's bring what? Don Morocco into the conversation. <clears throat> well, I I really don't know <laughs> what happened. I guess maybe it might have. Maybe you did get hepatitis. Maybe you didn't. I really don't know. Well, um. My entire WWF career was um, put on hold because of it. I could have been world champion. Put the lotion in the basket. Leo's asking, <laughs> what do you guys think of Lapsed Fan Bodka Podcast? I've never even oh, heard of it. A Lapsed Fan? Never even heard of it. I don't it. even know what it is. Never even heard of okay. it. Okay. Okay. Look, we've bored our producer so bad he's walking out right now. <laughs> what? He's like, <laughs> there goes Spidey. Spidey's like, going on. This yeah. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Real quick, let's talk about AEW last night. We're gonna we're gonna kind of AEW. We're gonna do a double shot. Okay. okay. All right. I want you guys to weigh in. All um, right. What do we got? We already talked about Paige's return. Probably the hardest part of the night. Uh, what do you think about Jericho winning the A Ring of Honor World Title? Uh, good for the company. It's good for Ring of Honor. It's good for the the name of Ring of Honor. But I don't really know what it means from here because I just feel like Ring of Honor is just like uh, Tony Khan's spare project. So. If I'm, the, if I'm the people behind Ring of Honor, I would be thrilled that Jericho's their champion. It certainly can't hurt them. But uh, where it goes, I don't expect much. I, I don't know what else to, to really offer about that. But good for Chris Jericho. Like you said, he's held every belt ever invented, right? Pretty much. Yep. Anything that means anything, Chris Jericho has held. Uh, Let, let's do this. This is a good point. Yeah. RJ wants us to do Hannibal and the English guy, James. Do you want to be the English guy, James, and I'm Hannibal? Or, you, or should I yeah, be James? No, I can, I can do the English guy. Okay, I'm ready. I'm Hannibal. All right. Well, uh, Hannibal, it seems like you know, you're, you've you been put on house arrest, and uh, you're with Mummy and Daddy. Um, are you getting uh, fed? Wait a, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, Don't yeah. talk about my Mommy and Daddy. I want to give your Mommy Catalingus. Well, I don't know if that's going to be possible. She's not home right Does now. Does your mommy have nice tits? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We'll be right back after these messages. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm getting out. The kid's getting out. He's talking about cuddling with his mother. What do you mean that's terrible? The kid's out of here. He's not fucking dealing with that. Uh, that's awful, Cuddlingus. Phil says Jericho now becomes one of the most diversely decorated champions in history. Of course. Him and Zack Ryder. Congratulations. I'm kidding. It's I am kidding kind of funny, that. though. He's Jericho's going backwards a little bit, though. Huh? He's going backwards a little bit. He's been yeah, world champion. Now he's down to Ring of Honor. He's Ring of Honor world champion. No, I agree, though. I love Chris Jericho. His resume is insane. All right. I want everybody. You know, let's weigh in on the, on the tag team match that everybody was so excited for. Mm. The acclaimed against Swerve Your Glory. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to weigh in, guys. I'm sorry. I thought it was the worst friggin' tag team match in the history of tag team oh, matches. Sure. It was so off. Uh, there must have been so many spots where the Acclaim was supposed to win the title, mm -hmm. and they failed. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think? Uh, I don't think that's a very progressively popular opinion. I completely agree with you. You know, the fans wanted this. What, the, what, what did you want this one so bad for? Why don't, you, why don't we get down to the bottom of it? What did you want it so bad for? I think I might know why, but I'm not sure. We're going to leave it alone. Wasn't the, isn't the idea behind <laughs> this in, in any kind of promoting yeah. is that if a fan really wants something that bad, mm -hmm. you continue the chase Absolutely. instead of just giving them what they want? Right. Yeah, but that this is the company of instant gratification. You haven't figured that one out? It's, it is. <laughs> it's run by a fan, a little monkey fan who's got daddy's football money, and he's going to appease his, his fellow marks. And that's it. I hate to be so mean about this, but that's how I feel about it. He's just a rich fan, 
His his his, his father's football team sucks shit, and his uh, booking sucks shit. And all basically he does is just grab WWE guys. Almighty one says Keith Lee current currently in catering. There you go. This That's is why a lot Vince of catering, is, by the way. This is why Vince McMahon is always right. Yeah. He knew a guy that size had no longevity, and if you have no longevity, it right. equals no marketability. Right. 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 It's really simple math right. here. Right. So, no longevity, no marketability. Right. Yes, you can catch that lightning in a mm -hmm. bottle. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But even the lightning in a bottle is mm -hmm. longevity. Right. Like, if you want to consider the ultimate warrior lightning in a bottle, right. he had longevity. Right. You know, whether two, three years, right? Right. Keith Lee, on the other hand, you could see at his weight right now, for the things that he was popular for, like right. doing the small man moves, right. he can't do them anymore. You know what? I got two words for you being Jet fans. Makai Becton. There you go. Uh-oh. There goes another big overweight dude. <laughs> there he goes. Got to have one more hamburger, huh, Harry? Yep. Oh, well. They don't last. It's a shame. They're great when they're great, but they ain't great for very long. Yep. I agree. Leo says, Tony Gurria post here sometimes. You guys should get him on the show. We actually were going to have him on the show. Tony Gurria, uh, I'd love to have on the show. Are you kidding? Absolutely. All right, so look, we got about seven minutes left. Seven minutes uh, to midnight. If everybody's aware, I will be out of commission for about a month or so. So Boy. I'll miss you guys, but the show will go on. Bruce will be with the Pharaoh. Um, so, Bruce, what can we expect between you and the Pharaoh for what? the next month? Entertainment. Madcap adventures. Madcap adventures. Shenanigans. <laughs> Hijinks. Hijinks. Shenanigans. <laughs> a laugh track? Can we have a laugh track? Absolutely. Oh, boy, this show's really going off the rails. We're going to have a laugh track. That would be pretty funny. Jared, can you supply a laugh track? <laughs> Leo says we should be the first ones to interview Sonny after she gets out of the can. So Sonny was Sonny is not, to be it. Sonny's not getting out of the can. And she's no not getting soon. out of the can. She's not getting out of the can. She is not getting out Her of the can. Her boyfriend, I heard, mortgaged his house. Really? Yeah. I mean, uh, whatever. F put it up for bail. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I guess he wanted to protect her. I don't know. Protect her from what? I think we need to be protected from Sonny. The public needs to be protected from people like Sonny. Absolutely. I'm sorry. It's gotten to that point. You know, what is she, 50-something now, Mikey? Yeah, something like no, that. She hasn't learned by now. She's not going to learn. That's AEW. it. AEW. You know? Should Danielson have been the champion or Moxley? Did they make a mistake putting the belt on Moxley? I know you guys disagree. I, I don't think they made a, a mistake. I uh, I think Moxley is, will rep is a is a good champion. As far as their booking goes, I understand why they did it. And I don't think it's a bad booking decision. Uh, on a business level, I still feel like Daniel Bryan is more businessly uh, successful than than a Mo than a Moxley would be if you're trying to get out to even more people. You know, if you're trying to draw in some, maybe some of the WWE crowd that still loves him, uh, maybe they already have those people watching i i don't think they have them all you know i think they have uh, some of the guys the fans that used to watch them in wwe but i don't think they have them all i don't know yeah and maybe i'm a little bit biased against danielson i mean he, he comes a little across a little dry to me right I mean, i'm not a fan of brian daniel phenomenal uh, wrestler brian, phenomenal. you know what brian danielson you know, daniel you brian whatever he's a good champion good draw he's not in my opinion but danielson has that more drawing power yeah in his career he has of course he's had, he's been a bigger star obviously but, uh, you know, again, I don't think that, you know, this company is not truly growing their neck, you know, a Goldberg or, you know, WCW came up with the NWO. What are they coming up with that's going to sh shoot them into such a high stratosphere? I'm not seeing it. I just see that their main stars are a lot of older WWE stars. That, that seems to be what's going on. And I think Triple H taking over creative gave WWE such an, another boost in the arm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They want to wrestle for him. A lot of the people, they want to stay Again, I think that's overrated, too. I don't see any difference in the show. I mean, look, yeah, there's difference, okay? I think there is. I think he's, the, the good ideas that he's brought back, he, he's bringing back, like, bringing back Carrying Cross was the right thing to do. Right. Um, you know, bringing back... Well, Johnny Gargano's there now, and I think that's the right thing to do. Right, or, or Dexter. Um, Dexter Loomis. You love Dexter Loomis. I do. What is your deal with Dexter Loomis? Why do you love Dexter Loomis so much? I just love the angle. That's Sam Schumer. And I read something on Facebook, and i got to ask you this question now. Okay. So you know the WWE has that Q, what is that QC marker where you could scan it, and, mm -hmm. and Friday's supposed to be the day. What if The Fiend comes back tomorrow night, carrying Cross as the rabbit? This, someone put this on Facebook, and I'm like, this is a pretty good idea. Uh, 
what's the valet for cross, whatever her name is. It's, it's, they all are the... Scarlet? Scarlet. They're all the characters that Bray Wyatt brought, like the rabbit and the squirrel, what, all that shit. Oh, and Liv Morgan, like, what oh, would you think if wow. that was the group? And what? Not my idea. I read it, and I'm like, that's some smart you mean shit. Alexa, Alexa, was part of his deal, too. No, I mean, yeah, Alexa, yes, I mean, but not, not not in this particular situation. Oh, not in this particular situation. Look, I'll take Bray Wyatt back any way you can give him to me. <laughs> quite honestly, I think he's one of the most brilliant minds as far as wrestlers go in this business that have uh, creative input. I think he's brilliant. Any thoughts on uh, Bray Wyatt there? I, I would love to see him back. I mean, you, you I have a, show up a generational wrestler there. That R, RJ, thank you, Scarlett. You're yeah, right. Yeah, the, the t- you can't deny the guy's talent. Oh, I love Bray Wyatt, and he's so creative too. He is. I think he's a genius, personally. I, uh, you know, again, I think uh, RJ says Alexa Bish would be better. Yeah. How do you like yeah. the Liv Morgan project? I think. By the way, Rick B says he likes the hoodies. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. I, I love I love Liv Morgan as champion. I really, think, I, I really I, I think she really she's got a different type of charisma. Um, I, I think uh, having her well the her her and Rousey thing. I, I I was just really wanting to see Ronda lose. Um, I think that's kind of where why why I, I enjoy hated Liv. that. <laughs> It didn't seem realistic to me. She's not grabbing me. Is Liv Morgan grabbing you, Mike? I think this project is almost done. Yeah. So when I, when I read it. when I read I that whole it. situation where the Bray Wyatt thing, Liv Morgan yeah. would be perfect yeah. for that. Yeah. I will tell you who's totally won me over is Rhea Ripley. Oh, she's cool. I never found her attractive at all. Wait a minute. This is a, I thought you meant she's turned you as a wrestler. Are you telling me? No, you but now, now it's like she. I love you, her as a wrestler. Wait a minute. And wait a minute. She is hot as hell, You man. want her to be your mama. Well, she wants to punish you. You like what she's doing with Dominic? Is that what you're getting at? I'm loving it. <laughs> wow. I'm loving a it. sick man. Very interesting. I think, I she's think great, though. if Triple H is making a difference, that's where he's making a difference. He's, he's, he's making the moves. Again, I don't like the Dominic attacking his father. I like him breaking away from his father. Mm-hmm. I don't like him attacking his father. I think that is still... Here's a obvious. weird thought. If, if Dominic wrestled Rhea, Rhea should win. Should beat the shit. Yeah, out of him. she should beat the shit out of him and pile drive him and pin him. How do you guys right? feel? Right, Mike makes right, and Rhea's a big. I would never mess with Rhea. Are you one of the guys that are going to be upset when Charlotte Flair finally returns and she defeats um, Bianca Robin Blair? Rates? No, she'll defeat Bianca <laughs> Blair for the title. I won't be. No, no. People I mean, go crazy. Charlotte's going to be a legend no matter what. But people are going to boo if she beats the the people's Bianca Belair. Could you see the fans are going to? You giving her the belt again? You're giving her the opportunity that can Roy go Batista to Roy says something I, I totally agree with. Wyatt is a great mind, but he, uh, as a wrestler, he's average at best. Totally I agree. I don't agree I've with that. I always agreed. I, Bray I, Wyatt is a very overrated wrestler. I, average to me in the ring is not Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is definitely above average wrestler. He's not a Daniel Bryan or a Kurt Angle. I understand that. But go back and watch Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. Boy, oh boy, did they have some matches. Holy shit. They really did. And their opposite styles complemented each other, too. I mean, Bray Wyatt's had some good matches. I think he's pretty damn serviceable in the ring. You know? He's he's no uh, Bret Hart, obviously. But he's pretty damn good. Good point. Yeah. All right, guys, that's the show. I want to thank everybody for joining us on Thursdays. Catch us next Thursday. We're Catch Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Faro. Catch Monty and the Faro on every type of audio and video program out there. Um, catch us on the Monty and the Faro Facebook Live page. It's on iHeartRadio, Spotify Anchor, and also New York Cable, where we're over 100,000 viewers weekly. Yeah. Um, next week, again, Bruce in the house. Thank you for filling in, Faro. Uh, which one do you want to send us out? Oh, well, you've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh. And until next week, later.